from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Todd Cooper. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. I wanted more time to see Santa and his reindeer. This podcast makes it feel like Christmas every day. It makes you feel like you're with Santa on his sleigh. Let's all have some fun and spread some Christmas cheer. So grab a Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Feliz Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. You might want to call today's episode Feliz Navitad. <laughs> but seriously, don't do that. That's not the name of the show. Uh, but Todd Cooper, my old buddy Todd Cooper, is going to be our guest today. I know that ahead of time. And somebody running a little late because he's getting a haircut. Oh, cool. Haircut. Nice excuse. How long does it take to get a haircut? Apparently, quite a while. Uh, so let me kill some time here up top. Uh, let me tell you guys, we have a brand new t-shirt for sale. Is that, uh, tickling your fancy? Maybe. Eh? Uh, go to FeliceNowyPod.com. You will see that t-shirt. And, uh, you can click on it. You can buy it right there. Um, pick one up. Uh, I know they're maybe a little more expensive than you want a t-shirt to cost. I wish I could sell them for cheaper. But here's the thing. I made sure that they were on nice shirts. They're not just on some crappy Gildans. No offense, Gildan. Or, uh, your... I don't know. Whatever. But I put them on some American apparel shirts. So they're nice, they're soft, and they cost a little more. So therefore... They cost a little more. How's that? Um, and listen to this. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say this one time. That might not be true. But I'll say it right now. I'm feeling generous. Uh, you, I don't know if this is generous. Buy a shirt. And uh, I'm going to mail these out. I'll throw in a little handwritten personalized thank you from me and Rigby. Um, exciting, right? Uh, so yeah, check those out. FeliceNavipod.com is where you can get those. And, uh, oh, looks like Johnny Haircut's finally here. Shut up, Rigby. Oh, hey, Todd Cooper. Oh, oh, hey, Tony. Come on in. Wow. Thanks for having me over here. It's really cool in here. Well, yeah. Um, and here's the thing. A lot of times people show up just randomly. I invited you over, and you came a little later than initially planned because you apparently got the world's longest haircut. Sorry. I mean, but it looks great. It does. I'm not saying it doesn't. It looks. I would hope so for Let the me ask time you a question. Does it look like a one hour and a half haircut or like a 20 minute haircut? Hmm. I mean, you well, your hair's not your hair's not very long, so well, I would sure, I would expect sh- it to be quick. Oh well, that's a good point. See, it's short now because he had to cut a lot off. Does that make sense? I get it. That's now, why. Yeah. That's where the extra time comes in. Yeah, I haven't seen you since last week, so yeah. I didn't realize how long your hair oh, it had got gotten. Very long. It was mm. down past my shoulders. That's strange and unbelievable. It's both strange and unbelievable. That's what I said. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it did take a long... I apologize for being late. Well, 
Don't apologize to me. Apologize to me and the listeners and Rigby. Okay. In that order, please. First you? First me. Tony, I want to apologize. Oh, no sweat. No problem. Oh, thanks, man. Listeners, uh, if you're listening, (laughs) that would make you listeners. Mm -hmm. I want to apologize to you, second. And Mrs. Rigby, I hope you understand my apologies are all for you. Except for the first two. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a little confusing. Yeah, it was a little. <laughs> hope that didn't negate it. Yeah. Ooh. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um. So that's basically all you did today. Get a haircut. Don't. You the- <laughs> when you when you throw your judgments at me in the form of making statements about my life, I did other things. Such as I went to Target. I went to Target. Would Which you- one? I went to the one right by my house. You idiot. No offense. Well, I get it. It's I, not the nicest target. Yeah. Did you get stabbed over there? No. Robbed, Not probably. this time. Yeah, you normally do. Normally, but not this time. Um, I, Which one did you go to? The Galleria? Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, I went to the ritziest one. That used to be my target. I used um, to live over there. I went to that one the other day. I've been trying to buy socks. Mm. Easy, right? No big deal. Socks. Mm-hmm. I went to a target... In the Galleria, they were out of socks. That's a two-floor target also. Three! Three, that's right, three. Three floors! How many socks do they have? Zero socks. Is it none at all? Not didn't have the kind you wanted, had no socks. Correct. What? Correct. Men and women? I didn't look at lady socks. Why not? I'm a man. That's a little sexist, don't you think? I'm not going to wear a lady sock. You might love it. I, I only assume, I've never looked at a lady's sock before, I only assume they all have those little pom-pom things on the back. <laughs> like my sister's socks. That's got to get uncomfortable when you have a shoe school. on, right? It does, and that's why I said, no, sir. I looked at a Target in stupid San Diego. Wait, you drove to San Diego? Well, I was down there anyways, and we made a oh, Target okay. stop. No socks. Not a sock. What? Yeah. This isn't real. It's absolutely real. Uh, Sarah, is there a sock shortage we don't know about? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Hanes is really... <laughs> that's why they're going to start charging more for socks. I'm going to Google sock shortage right now and see if anything comes up. I'm sure that you'll find... Plenty you're going to find short socks is what you're going to find. <laughs> um, I, the first thing it says, there is no national sock shortage, but that's also from uh, 2010. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so as of five years ago, we did not have a problem. <laughs> this is a lot like when I used to do reports, uh, and we only had encyclopedias before the internet. Uh huh. And my encyclopedias were from like nineteen and seventy one. <laughs> so it'd be like, do a report on this country, and you're like, uh, this many people live there, probably. And like that country has gotten huge since then. <laughs> Nothing was accurate. Encyclopedia? Can you? Do they even make encyclopedias anymore? I hope so. I, I mean, hope I they feel do. like. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like old people might still buy them, but even at this point, they're not selling enough of them. What a bad idea. (laughs) I mean, I assume most of them went to digital, like, hey. I would hope so. What I don't understand is how Encyclopedia Britannica did not just become Wikipedia. Like, why, why didn't they go like, hey, everything's up here, it's updated all the time. It's current. It's all the information. Um, 
instead of being crowdsourced information where you're like, mm-hmm. I think there's a... And people even used to kind of give Wikipedia crap about that. Like, it, yeah. you can't trust it. Uh-huh. Britannica could have been like, yeah, go on our website for free. They blew it. I hope... I Well, I don't hope they're listening. I know they're listening. Do you often cover the flaws of Britannica on your podcast? Not specifically Britannica, but we do talk... There's a lot of encyclopedia talk generally. On yeah, there. I figured. Uh, we cover all the brands. We cover Britannica. Uh-huh. We cover the other ones. Like what? Uh, the 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 ones the hardcover ones I forget the name Britannica is hardcover okay is that uh, what you're no thinking? not Britannica oh uh, they're burgundy <laughs> yeah and they're Art. usually a, a series of them uh-huh. yeah, alphabetical order sure yeah S's are pretty thick yeah T's yeah. mm-hmm mm-hmm V W V X are pretty that's all one yeah put that in one book. yeah those are yeah see you know what I'm talking about oh I get the this gist. guy knows what I'm talking about this guy over here mm-hmm even when I went to college in uh, I graduated in 2000, so even in college, that was like journals, like searching journals. Like you'd have to, like I t- was a communication major, so I'd have to go search the Journal of uh, um, Speech and Language or whatever. It, and you'd have to go to the library, find out where it was, go get that journal. If somebody else had it checked out right then, because you in that mm-hmm. same volume there was another article, you'd have to wait and then photocopy the stupid thing so you didn't have to read it <laughs> at the library. Um and that was ten cents a copy or whatever. Now, if you go to college, you just have uh, like you sign in with your your student ID and you just get all of those online. Why do they even have a library? Why do they? You think libraries are going to hang on? Listen, college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not just talking school libraries. I'm saying oh. in general. Oh no, no. You think they're? I feel like there are people. I feel like there are people who are advocate. I'm sure there are at library advocates telling me why. Oh yeah, I have not read their side. So before reading their side, I will ignorantly say, "What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wasting our time." When's the last time you were in a library? Uh, ooh, golly, I can't recall. I can't either. I can't remember the last time you were in a library either. <laughs> now, I I seriously was probably in high school still. And that was probably the school library. Or, well, I guess I briefly went to college, so. I feel like yeah. the, the, the thing with the library is that they're, they should sort of be the source for all things, like, I know that the, that it's literature and, and, and all, but it almost means, is like all things educational, like uh, cultural education, sort of for an area, right? Like, is that what a library does? I mean, it stores books, but they had so. like, magazines. And Don't they have computers now, too? Yeah, at the library. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can cut out the middleman. Yeah, so they don't hear and use it. <laughs> right. Yeah, they probably don't have encyclopedias. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. I don't know what they could do to be worthwhile, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, the Glendale Library that's over by that Target you were mm-hmm. at, uh, I used to live really close to there, and I was once looking up just Glendale on Wikipedia, just, like, learning some things about Glendale. Yeah. And it said that that library has either one of or the largest collection of books about cats in the U.S. <laughs> Are we going over there later? <laughs> I don't good. even like cats, but I want to learn. I want to see what that book looks like. <laughs> I like that that's – it's – That was one of the facts about Glendale. facts about Glendale. Yeah. Oh God Almighty! That's uh, also don't don't uh, don't presidents get libraries after they retire? 
Yeah, I think so. Which is kind of appropriate. <laughs> hey, you're not worth much anymore. <laughs> well, I got an idea. Why don't you put a bunch of books together and no one ever is going to read? <laughs> you, I think you can get uh, <laughs> uh, Amazon. Like, will let you like through libraries. You can check out books for free on your Kindle. Through libraries? Yeah, that's for real. Weird. I knew there was some sort of free thing it, with which, them, but I don't. I've never looked into it enough. Makes all the sense in the world. Like, if you could check out a book, why not be able to check it out digitally? Just because it's you know ones and zeros instead of pages. Yeah. But it, but it is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hmm. Ben Blacker's wife Julie has been trying to get me to sign up for the library because she keeps telling me how great it is and that you can get movies and stuff there. Oh yeah, they have movies too. Yeah. Well, she's she's a big uh, Dewey Decimal System fan, I think. She's a big... She's a, she's a, a total do-head. A doer. <laughs> D-E-W-E-R. <laughs> she's, a, she's a Desi. Oh, yeah. What was that? Card catalog? Mm. Oh, I love a catalog. Mm, catalogs. Microfiche. <laughs> that, that's, that's the word you were That's what I wanted to go that's for. And I couldn't one. pull it. Yeah. Microfiche. I saw you. I saw your eyes go back and forth like you were reading in your brain. The microfiche in my brain. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Microfiche. I don't. I don't even recall ever actually using microfiche, even when it was a legitimate art form. <laughs> <laughs> it was a form of art. <laughs> Picasso used it. Mm -hmm. I, I remember using it when I was in elementary school, um, when they were teaching you how to use the library. By the way, all the information is just gone. No need for it anymore. Mm -hmm. But they used to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a beeping noise. I think it's outside, though. That was so weird. I <laughs> <laughs> have headphones on, so all of a sudden it was just like, how is that happening to me? <laughs> um, I just remember... Um, all that information is gone now. You don't need to take a test on how the library works because you don't need it. But I remember going to the library and practicing, and one of the things was like, here's how microfiche works. Look up this as, like, practice. The one time I used microfiche <laughs> was a test in elementary <laughs> school. And I looked it up, and I barely found it. And it was essentially the test was to show you, don't go to the library. It's too hard. It's not for you. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're really getting into libraries here. I did not expect this. Oh, but this Christmas and library podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feliz Navipod. Feliz in Spanish means the library. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wait a second. Didn't you just post a picture on Instagram of a library? See. Si. Uh, <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I like a podcast where people just talk about what they post on Instagram. Especially pictures of libraries. Uh, are you listening to uh, Todd and Tony's Instagram feed podcast? Uh, this well, one is a uh, dog that I pet. <laughs> this is my burger I had last night. It was pretty good. Um, but you were somewhere interesting. Oh, I was in Come on. Guatemala. Guatemala. It's pronounced like guacamole. Oh, yes. That's Guatemala. where guacamole comes from. Yes, Guatemala. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was in Guatemala. And in Guatemala City, it, it, made me, it made me laugh out loud. I lulled about <laughs> the being, we were, uh, my wife was playing a show. My wife. Yes. Thank you. Uh, my wife was playing a show and 
in front of a library on, on a campus in Guatemala City, and we like had green rooms or whatever in there, mm-hmm. and it said Biblioteca, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the one time in my life <laughs> yep. ever that it will act- I will be in a Biblioteca. It's mm-hmm. the one word you learn in Spanish that you never really get to use. Yeah. It it's, one of those, it's the most fun one to say, kind of. Yeah, then yeah. you like walk around, you're like, ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? And <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, oh, ahí. This is the best. Uh, what, actually, wow. All about uh, bringing it back to Target now. Oh. Ready for this? No. Well, sit down. Okay. All right. Uh, one time I was at Target and in, in L.A. and there was, a, uh, there was a little Hispanic boy that uh, it sounded... Like um stereotype and like like this like phrase that you would have learned in high school or something. I just hear this little boy go, "Ay, mi cabeza," <laughs> and grab his head. <laughs> and it didn't seem real, but it, it was yeah because it just sounds like Spanish class. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds like the most generic thing you can say. Well, I grew up on the East Coast where um my my interaction like with Spanish was. Literally only in uh, Spanish class. Yeah, me too. Or we would go to a Mexican restaurant where mm-hmm. it, everything felt manufactured to be like, "Hey, it's kind of like being in Mexico." Um, it, it was not. At, it did. It was. There was nothing. It seemingly authentic about it. It was yeah. strictly just to be like, "All right, we're over overdoing it for your sake." Um, and then, um, so they would play like mariachi music and stuff in there. And I just assumed, like, mariachi music was just like, oh, I, you play it in a Mexican restaurant because, like, you're trying to be authentic as a, mm-hmm. like, a thing. And then when I moved to California and I realized, like, people really listen to, like, mariachi music. Yeah. It's current and active and it's this whole culture that I just had no, no experience no, with. And it was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know it was, like, a thing that people I know, were listening to. Because, yeah, this, I've had that same, like, the same thing where it seemed like this isn't really happening right now. Where yeah. you're, like, at a stoplight and a car pulls up to you, pulls up next to you, just blasting mariachi yeah. music. And, and you're, you're like, like this is And this isn't real. Yeah, you, you think it's, like, yeah, it was so bizarre. Um, and it's sort of like, a, my wife plays uh, bluegrass music. Mm-hmm. Which is the same thing. Like bluegrass music is like a roots sort of music, and that is still current. Like it still happens, but it comes from like this core Americana mm-hmm. cultural thing in, in the U.S. And like I think ten years ago, before I met her, I would have just been like bluegrass happened a long time ago, and it's that's it. Uh-huh. And that it's still happening, and people are making that music, and it's but it is. It's a very vibrant and active world musically. Still, this is all making you sound kind of dumb. I'm gonna be honest. I also didn't know how spelling worked, mm. uh, any sort of math. Uh, you're talking about how Tory spelling still gets acting work? <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, it is a little uh, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell you Tori spelling came to a Motion City show years ago? Did she? <laughs> Big fan? Apparently. Uh, I never, I think I only saw her from a distance. and we, None of us had any clue that she was there, she was going to be there. Okay, hang on one second. Uh, so I know Beverly Hills 90210. Uh-huh. I'm trying to picture which one. Uh, I think I know which one now. She was also, uh, she played Screech's girlfriend, Violet. Yes, Violet. yes, yes. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Uh-huh. I, I, it's been so many years since I pictured her in my head by yeah. the name, I, and now I have her. Um, do you, did, you, did you meet her? I did not. I own, our, our singer did. I know he ended up uh she took a photo with him and then 
our, uh, our merch girl said that upon she Upon whose request? I almost feel like it was like our booking agent's request. <laughs> so both of them were like, all right. Yeah. Neither of them were excited about it. Both yeah. of them were nervous. I was going to ask how many dates did you guys go on, but sounds like zero if you never saw her. Uh, well, we, uh, we became pen pals. Oh. We didn't really, we didn't date per se, <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, apparently she, uh, was, uh, drunken, drunkenly singing our song, one of our songs at the merch booth while trying to buy lots of merch. That's cool. The the night. Yeah. Our merch girl told us that I it was I... very, very strange because she was singing the song while like trying to put on a hoodie that was not the right size. It's and... unfortunate that somebody did not get that on video because that is a music video. Yeah. And it's yeah, it was before before the days of these The most popular music video would be <laughs> drunken Tori spelling <laughs> singing along to your song trying on your merch. Mm-hmm. It's a good ad. Yeah. That's uh yeah, we were never we never had a whole lot of uh quote unquote celebs at our show. Did you not? No. That's literally... Is T-Spells the most famous? Um, <gasps> Do you think she's a witch? I... You know, I never thought of that. Oh, my God. Mm. What have I uncovered? Witches. What hath God wrought? Uh, sorry, no other famouses? Other Not than that I'm aware of. Uh, I was told later that John Cryer was also at the show that night, but he was there for OK Go. We were playing together. Whatever. Uh, and one time... Max Weinberg showed up at our New York show with his son because his son was a fan of ours. That's cool. So that was, yeah. That's like, the, those are literally the only ones I can think really? of. Really? Yeah. Oh, and uh, one time Tom from MySpace was at a show. <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the time. I assume it was early on during the MySpace. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was that probably guy... 2002 or three. That That dude, I wonder, what is he doing now? Bathing in money? Probably, yeah. He's probably doing all right still, right? That'd be a lot of money to blow. Yeah. <coughs> not saying it's not possible. I mean, people blow that kind of money all the time. Anything's possible. You know what I've learned, Todd? Anything is possible. You know, thanks for saying that. It seems like a, a true thing. Yeah, you can... If you have dreams, go after them. That's what I always say. I used to get, I, I hit a point in my life where, I, I, because I was in bands and nothing ever really panned out for me, I had a bitter season um, where, and I, I believed, like, whenever I would hear someone be like, you can do it, it like, any, anything is possible, I would always go, yeah, says you. No one's interviewing the guy that works at Guitar Center that never made it. And go, hey, what's your thoughts? Should people go after it wholeheartedly? Like, he, that guy, if you ask him, he'd be like, eh, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> Probably not going to do much with it. <laughs> like, most of the people, their story is, no, it doesn't really work out. The people that we interviewed, the one, like, the one of a million percent that, like, do make it. And they're like, it's possible. <laughs> Well, it comes back to what I was trying to say. Which is? Anything is possible. Anything is plausible. But not everything is possible. At Christmas time, anything is plausible. Plausible. Oh, man. Do you like that? I like how you brought it around. I brought it around. I brought it down. I put it in my pocket. I'm saving it for Christmas time. Merry Christmas, Pockets. Mm. <laughs> we we also... <laughs> that just reminded me of another tour thing. Christmas Pockets. Uh, yeah. We... There was a tour that we had a truck driving our gear, and uh, Ooh, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. We call him a semi. 
Uh, we call it truck. Oh. Uh, and get our <laughs> truck driver's name? Uh-huh. Pockets. <laughs> That's how he would introduce himself to people, was Pockets. Hey, man, I'm Pockets. And Did the, he have a southern accent? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a truck driver that doesn't? No. Or a bus driver? That's... The culture of uh, tour bus drivers and um, truck drivers is... Un- it's such yeah. a specific dude. Mm-hmm. They're it, they're always from the south. Th- it, there's no doubt they have a southern accent. Mm-hmm. They're going to. That's not a question. Um, how involved they want to be in your world is the question. Yeah, some some just do the job and disappear, and some of them will yeah. stay and hang out for a while. And you're it, like, shouldn't you be sleeping right now? <laughs> they so people don't may not know uh, buses typically drive at night overnight the band sleeps on the bus yeah i know uh, i did this for a long time <laughs> it, i'm amazed there i always think it's sort of common knowledge but a lot of people don't know how it works yeah Who, the, yeah they think you just like take the bus and then you, go to a hotel yeah so, you're on, yeah like, and some people kinda, do that but yeah, a lot of like you're the huge people do that because they're either like flying and then getting on a tour bus to go to the hotel yeah but it's so ridiculous it's amazing but i've known people that do that for yeah. like that's how they tour but most tours, like, you sleep on the bus overnight, the bus driver drives at night, and then during the day when you're setting up gear or, like, playing the show, they're at the hotel sleeping, and then they come get you and drive you to the next place while you sleep. But you occasionally will get a bus driver who wants to be a part of everything, mm-hmm. and they're there during the day during sound check, and you're like, what? Go sleep. <laughs> I want to live. I want to live through the night. Go sleep. Take a nap. Um that we had a couple of those. Yeah, we only had, we had one that was well, we had a couple that were like that, but there was one that got like really bad where he was really? like it was a tour that got cut short. Thank God. And then we there was a chance that we were going to have this guy again like when the next tour started and then he just got like way too like he started uh following all of each of us on Twitter and was like responding to all of us like everything we posted and then uh I remember at one point I had posted like new tour dates and he he responded and was like, I thought I was driving you guys, but I guess you guys don't want me and had a sad face after it. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's so, it's, it is weird though, because like they, you do see these guys all every day mm-hmm. and there's like, there's a weird level of like professionalism that should be expected of like, Hey, how's it going? Do you have a good show? Like polite, but like, yeah, you're not on the crew necessarily. It's such a weird role. Yeah. It's also, uh, th- so you do, it is isolated too. Like, it is probably the most lonely job. Oh, yeah. You have maybe, what, max 30 to an hour a day where you actually see people? Other than that, you're expected to be asleep or driving by yourself in the middle of the night. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, my, this is a true thing. We had a bus driver. Uh, this is This guy actually made me, I, I didn't even know this happened until later, but on this same tour, I got afraid of riding, but I can't really sleep on a bus anymore. Okay. I have fear of, mm-hmm. of like waking up like in a, it, a bunk feels like a casket to me. Yeah. Um, well, they basically are. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, but I had nightmares and I, I can't really sleep on a bus anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had the driver who we were on tour with. We had a 19 year old merch guy who was just like stoked to be on tour. He's like just a buddy. And he, Woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and he hears this, uh, Hey, hey, man. Hey, hey man. And he's like, Yeah? And it's the bus driver calling him up to the front, and he goes uh-huh. up there, and he's like, 
hey man, um, could you could you do me a favor, man? If I jump up, could you hop in here while I run to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, middle of the night, and he's like. 19, you, at yeah. that age, you kind of just, you're just still in the spot where people just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do it, and then, so he's like, I guess that happens on tour. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you're in a bus. So he hops in the seat, and drives, and he tells it to this day, like, feeling like, oh my god, <laughs> what if something happens? Yeah. But he's just driving this huge bus with a trailer behind it, and uh, nothing happened, but, like, we didn't know about that until... Like a year later, he's like, "Did I ever tell you that?" Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would not have. I I wouldn't even cross my mind. Should I do that or not? Uh, yeah, uh, I've heard stories, and I can't remember who told me this, but I've heard stories. Oh, it wouldn't have crossed your mind. Like you would have thought, like, yeah, I guess I will. Or no, no, hell no. Yeah, I wouldn't want to touch that thing. Think nineteen, nineteen year old you. Like no, you probably even, what to do. even probably less so. I had this a different bus driver tell me I might have to move the bus during the day from where it was parked, and he showed me how. And it is not like just driving a car. No, like I never. I didn't even like driving a steps. van and trailer. I never did it. I never had to. But I was so nervous I was going to wreck the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had another guy tell me that he had a, a bus driver that somebody woke up in the middle of the night, and he the bus driver was in the kitchen and had like wrapped like a rope or something around the wheel so that it was steady. It was like on a long stretch of straight road. What? Yeah. That can't be real. I, I can't remember. <laughs> that same guy told me that he had a bus driver that used to speed, like they would wake up every day to like in the city, like when it would slow down, he would not break enough and then have to like slam the brakes on it. It happened all the time. And he would just yell back to the bunks. Coming in hot! (laughs) (laughs) And coming in hot meant you had to prep yourself to, like... It was going to slow down, your feet were going to hit the bunk. (laughs) Did you ever... Were you ever in a bus that... uh, I think they don't even let buses do it anymore, but they used to let buses park on the side street next to the House of Blues on Sunset? I never slept in it anymore there. It's on a hill. So, like, you just wake up in the morning, and you're, like, totally (laughs) leaning back. And I feel like, if I remember right, yeah, well, it's a hill, so, yeah, it's going up. So, like, your heads are kind of, like, ramming into the back of the The worst possible way! That is, that's another thing. Um, In uh, in tour world, you sleep with your feet towards the driver, Mm -hmm. always. um, Because if you have to come to a stop or, or like, something were to happen, nine out of ten times, it's going to be from the front, so you... Take your impact. So if you're up a hill, it means that your feet are in the air and your head. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great way to wake up. Oh, the luxuries of touring. Mm-hmm. People perceive that touring is the most luxurious, like, oh, a, a tour bus. What's mm-hmm. a tour bus like? I mean, sure, it's much better than a van and trailer. It, it, uh, it is only better than a van and trailer. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Like, it is... It's such like, but but I think people have this like, oh, what is it? like, ooh, glamorous way yeah. to live. And if I suppose if you're um, a solo artist and you have like, you, you have know, like the actual bedroom in the back, yeah, a Starbucks yeah. with a shower in it and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe closer. Yeah, but it's still not the most ideal. No, it's yeah, 
It's a million times better than the van. A million times better than like that might even be underestimating it. Have, but, you, have you ever flown private? No. Never. You've never had a show where they've flown flown you private. No. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised not not one time ever. No, never. I've been upgraded. Sure. Like, but uh, did you guys fly a lot as a band? Yeah. Did you have crazy miles? Like yeah. That's like one of the things that I miss now about not doing is because I don't get all these miles. It's and get... the number one thing. You, every time <laughs> you fly, you're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was like premier or silver or platinum on literally every airline. Uh-huh. We did. Now it. you're just bragging. <laughs> yeah. So I was, uh, <laughs> I was a platinum flyer. <laughs> but I got upgraded to, to the UK. They've, they upgraded me. Without me asking, they just yeah. Move, uh, that's, that's what Delta would. Uh, a lot of people talk shit on Delta. I kind of like Delta, and they would give you upgrades automatically without yeah. asking. We're we're all Delta all the time now. Uh, all I, Delta I, all, the, all time. the time. We try, but I mean, I'll never hit it again. You yeah. have to be flying so much to really get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I had one time we flew uh, private that I was around. It was like this thing to. Play. Was this when you were working for? Uh, I worked for a band uh, called Switchfoot. Yes. They were I was blanking a, on the name. A rock band. They're still around, still touring and stuff. And I was a I was a crew guy. I was never a musician playing on tour. But you I gave was, the band crew cuts every. I day. gave the band a crew cut, so everyone had a fresh cut. They were real quick back then. Yeah, because it was not much hair to cut off. <laughs> not like these modern Todd cuts. No, it's not like a hour, forty minute <laughs> situation. Um, but they played the. Um, at a soccer game, like a national soccer game, and they flew the band private. It was the only way to do it. We were in Texas um, and had to fly. Like, it, it is insane. Yeah. I've we seen talk, photos, and I've talked talk to some people that have like, done it. But. Luxury travel. Um, it's not because the interior is leather. It's because <laughs> you get there and you don't touch anything. It's just like, that's your bay for your gear. So... Bring what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you you just get there, you drive right to the plane, walk on it, fly, and walk off <laughs> at the end. it's just, And you're just there. There's no security, no anything. You just... So there's no extra time. Yeah. It's ideal. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I might start doing that. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think uh, next time I go see my family in the I Midwest, think it's I'm the, probably going to do it's that. It's the best possible. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um... Oh, I have to come back to pockets for a minute. Do we not get there? <laughs> do we not talk? Oh yeah, we did. I mean we did, but I, I have to I have to tell the follow up. Uh, Are what... you going to do your forty minutes of hot pocket jokes? <laughs> yep. Your non your non Jim Gaffigan forty minutes. <laughs> your extra. Uh, so one day we asked Pockets, the truck driver, <laughs> why that was his name. Like why? What's why do you? Uh, why is that your nickname? And he says, Larry from Metallica gave me that name. <laughs> Larry, first of all. Is he thinking Lars? I am I guess so. <laughs> Which I love the fact of calling him Larry. Oh my god. <laughs> and he says, and then the reason was because Larry walked by him and said, your hands are always in your pockets. I'm going to call you Pockets. <laughs> that was... And All so right. that's how this he is, became Pockets. This is guaranteed a fake story. <laughs> There's no, th- None I, of that happened. There's not a guy named Larry. If there was a guy named Larry, he was the bus driver for the band. <laughs> 
And and this truck driver considered him part of the band because he was driving the van. In it's bus very driver, class, but I want it to be Lars. In so bus bad. driver code, that is like, oh, he's in the band. <laughs> That's Larry, the, the bus driver for the band. <laughs> Come uh, on, yeah. No one, That's, no one. Did. That is how he told us the story. Golly, and it's one of my favorite things anyone ever told me on tour. I heard uh, speaking of Metallica. I heard that they had a crew guy. I think he was a guitar tech. I'm not sure. Um, now that I realize that this goes out into the world, I hope this person's not listening. <laughs> I heard that they had a guitar tech, I think, who was known for knocking somebody out every tour. Um, punching somebody in the head like, and knocking them out, a local crew guy. Okay. <clears throat> it, was, it was sort of like his signature move was like, uh, and every time that the crew, the touring crew was like, woo, we did it. Like, that was a thing. Wow. Yeah. Cool. The worst. <laughs> you think your day is going to be terrible when yeah, Metallica that's, comes through? Uh, that's no, it's no good. I actually know a girl who works for them now, but she's never, I've never heard mention of this guy. So Find out. See, she, <laughs> I, it might be one of those legendary things that happened once and it became like, this dude does it every time. Yeah. But if there was a world where you could knock a guy out and have no consequences... <laughs> Crew guy is probably it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's a weird world. Did did you? Um, what did she do for Metallica? She does like uh, wardrobe stuff for them. So she so she buys black shirts and pants. I guess <laughs> she just goes to the merch table. Yeah. Aren't they always wearing Metallica shirts? <laughs> I don't know if they do that anymore. Oh, uh, Lars, you seem like yeah. a red lightning kind of guy these days. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's not a move. I guess metal bands probably still do that. Right? Metal bands is yeah. like you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, I was telling somebody about it. Oh, and it's the same. Like you can't go to a show for the band and wear the shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the faux pas. Yeah, it became. I feel like that it, used to be a thing. Maybe and now more. it's okay. Now it's like Almost it's okay encur- now. I feel like now it's encouraged. I do. Yeah, I would see it a lot, like at our shows and stuff. It's our, cyni- it our cynical generation where yeah. you don't want to seem too into anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I feel like it was in a it was in a movie, wasn't it? In a PCU, I feel like is it that was what actually, it is? Is I think it, it discussed in that? Yeah, I don't know if that's where it came from or if it was already a thing. I think so, it came up recently, and and somebody was talking about that it was okay, and I was like, "What's wrong with you? That's not right <laughs> at all." But I think yeah, I think it is just a generational thing. Like, our generation can't be excited about anything. You can't be too connected or attached. Yeah. I don't know. It just, yeah, it seems like it's it's a metal band <sighs> thing to do. Definitely or, metal. Or a little kid thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> no offense if anyone does that. It, no. It's, it's just what it seems like to me. But if you do, you should quit. <laughs> <laughs> that was Todd Cooper. That was Todd Cooper. Uh, Area the, code. The coolest guy. <laughs> the guy you really want to look up to. When it comes to going to rock shows, I like you just called yourself the coolest guy as I picked up an empty glass and took a sip out of it. <laughs> Two cool dudes mm-hmm. hanging out. <laughs> Felice Navi Pod will be right back. Hey, everybody. Tony Faxon here from Felice Navi Pod. I'm here to tell you about Downright.com. Are you familiar with it? You should be. 
It's a great website where you can go and you can buy a custom written song for you, whatever you want it to be. Artists like me are on there. Guys like Chris Farron are on there. So go buy a song, D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com. And here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. And now, back to Felice Navipod. Uh, well, let's make a little transition here. Okay, cool. You, uh, you were on the show before as yeah. a noted Christmas disliker. Yeah, that's true. I was, uh, I was, I think I'm reformed. Yeah? Maybe. Yeah? What, what, what you, turned wait, you? Wait, hang on. Do you need me to be a disliker? To no, I don't, I don't need anything. I, you know, it would... It would mean a lot to me if you changed your feelings, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't need this. Uh, I had a good couple Christmases. Um, since we spoke last. <laughs> That's impressive. I had three Christmases since last we spoke. Um, I think um, I'm just coming to a better space with it. I've been out of retail for longer. Every year that passes, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm that's not right. in that retail. Was big, uh, yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It, there is like a the and, and now shopping on Amazon and thing like not going to stores if I don't on, have on to. On what you mean on the uh, FeliceNavipod dot com and then click on the Amazon banner. That's yeah, always. Do? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I support the show, and what an easy way to show my support. It really is. You know, just go. You can shop like you always do. I always shop a certain way on Amazon. Yeah, I have I have my own style. <laughs> what's your What's your Amazon style? Well, it's. <laughs> But yeah, we, you know, we have certain ways that we do things, but might as well just go be able to support the show. Exactly. All you got to do is type a couple extra letters. It's so easy. Not a big deal. So stupid. I wish you'd stop acting like it was a big deal because it's really not. I mean, I'm talking to the listener right now. Oh, not you. Thank you, because you were supportive on this. Yeah, let's get it. Let's take it out on the listener real quick. What's your fucking problem? Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, so yeah, just staying out of staying out of the the retail world has made a huge, huge. Yeah, difference. I would imagine so. I've never experienced that, it's and I hope I never will. God awful. Yeah, I talked to somebody recently. I think I might have been in a store at Christmas, and I said something like, uh, "I asked him th- there was music playing, and I was like, how are you holding up with this music? Is it the same, or do they change it every day a little bit?'" And they're like. Dude, it's on a four-hour cycle. <laughs> and I hear it every day and twice every day, like the same list. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, it, it, they were like, before I asked, they were like, Merry Christmas, have a great, great year. Like, yeah. good employee. Right. And as soon as I opened that door, it was like, I peeled back a layer. of like, <laughs> And they were like, Ugh. I worked at uh... <laughs> it's like opening. It was like opening a door and just seeing like a coal mine. And like children tugging, like pulling coal in small carts. It was like that kind of iron. Yeah. Uh, do you do you remember? Because you're a fellow Virginian, King's Dominion. Outside oh of yeah, I loved it. Uh, I worked... way better than Bush Gardens when it comes to roller coasters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, King's Dominion is a amusement park outside of Richmond, and uh, I worked there very briefly. What'd you do? <laughs> this is this is how long ago this was. This is when they had their Wayne's World section of the park. I remember, remember that, that section. I worked in Stan Makita's. You did? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was awful. 
And uh, what what made it awful? Everything, like just people, like people's <laughs> attitudes, like that come in, you know, like come in and immediately complain to you about how much a hamburger costs or something. It's like. You know, you just, what do you say to that? And you're like, as an hourly employee, let me tell you that I have a lot to do with setting the rates. I can't afford that burger. (laughs) Uh, But, but the, but my, my, the reason I brought it up was because they had in the Wayne's world section, they, it was like same thing where there was like a loop of certain songs uh, that were basically on the Wayne's world one and two soundtracks that played over and over. But then inside Stan Makita's, they played like. Six songs on a loop. <laughs> and so that I, was a fun day. The loop in the set in the area of the park was short because mm-hmm. I remember when the Wayne's World Wayne's World World roller coaster opened. The hurler. The hurler. Mm-hmm. Great ride, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. I loved that roller coaster. I remember that being in line and hearing it loop twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine. Yep, I remember it was Jungle Love. By the Steve Miller Band. Uh-huh. Uh, Dreamweaver. Uh, the Queen song, Bohemian Rhapsody. It had, it had yeah. Because I think that, that like killed it for me for a while. It was one of those songs I just had to like sure. walk away from. But yeah, now, yeah. now I'm back to appreciating it again. <laughs> it's not easy. No. Ugh. Rough. Yeah. There's a couple, I'm blanking on some of the other ones now, but those ones will always make me think of that place. Jungle love is driving me mad, making me crazy. That's a good... When I was a kid, the first time I heard Steve Miller Band, it, like, my brain exploded. I was like, oh, are you, did, you, did you have to go to the hospital? Or yeah, it was really sad. Mm, that's um, it's really sad. That's why I have this face this is a different guy's head. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. That explains the haircuts. Yeah, it's a, why they take I don't forever. Know what the logic was in that. <laughs> well, just you have to be more careful when you're when you're on <laughs> well, a, That's true. Yeah. Else, Sharp blades around a damaged you, you head. Cut the wrong thing, you never know Forget what's coming it. out. Forget uh-huh. about it. Forget about it, dude. But hey, bro. <laughs> Not why, bro. <laughs> so what uh did you have a so was I, this? <laughs> Let me take that over. Take it again. Uh, so this Christmas was was a good one. Then it it, it was it, better, and and I went home to Virginia this Christmas. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were there. Uh, it's easier. It's easier to be on the West Coast, so I'm not traveling. Yeah, uh, that makes it. An, I mean, traveling during Christmas is the worst. As people who used to be at Platinum. <laughs> Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you, because everyone travels, people who have never seen a plane travel on Christmas. Oh, yeah. And it people is, at, and the airport brings out the worst in human beings. It's like going to the DMV where you just see, like, people that you never knew lived in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, my God, that guy exists? Like, everyone has to go to the airport, so mm-hmm. you see everyone, and it's just the world's craziest people. Yeah, and it's it's not a difficult thing, no, flying. It's, it's not It's hard. not hard to, it's... It's not hard to follow the few rules there are. It's not hard to find, there are find out what's, what section you're in, what seat you're in. None of that stuff's hard. And have people your, just... Just have your goddamn <clears throat> ID at the ready. <laughs> just have it ready to go. And, you know, my biggest pet peeve is, as soon as they start boarding, or sometimes even before they start boarding, when everyone has to crowd around the where you're going to board, yeah. and then they're calling sections, and then you have to do the... Are you in line or are you just uh, waiting? Because everybody's just kind of in like a half line. I know. I used to, when I used to travel without anything, like when I travel with, with my wife now, she always has her violin with her, which you can't put it underneath the plane. Yeah. 
And so you have to get a spot. She should probably get a case. Well, it's a lot of money you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> but but like <clears throat> the risk is that if if they put it under like, you know, it can it's a totally, it's like a 100-year-old yeah. thing. So even in a case it's just no good. So you we have to be the ones waiting in line. I used to wait until it was like everyone on, everyone on, last call. We're going to shut the door. Then you get on. Yeah. You're going to be on that plane for five hours. Mm-hmm. Why sit there for another hour and a half waiting? Yeah. My only reason that I will go bored earlier sometimes is just to make sure that I can put my bag up that's, above my seat. That's the only reason we do it. Yeah. But even still, like, back in the day, it was like I had a backpack that went under the seat. That was it. Mm-hmm. I had no luggage. Yeah. So it was like, forget it. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. But, uh, but I know. We're, t- we're tackling uh, some important things that no one ever talks These about right now. These are the right things now. that people want to hear. It's, I mean, nobody talks about it. This is a I, really, we got we to gotta get into it. This, is a really good, this episode's a really good commercial for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to these two idiots. Well, uh, what's our podcast? It's hard to say. Literally, it's literally it hard is, to it say. It is hard to say. Our podcast. Tony and I do a podcast together called You Two Talking... <laughs> Let me take it in. <laughs> You two talking you two to me too? Yes. yes. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. You got it. First uh, try. Second try. It's our <laughs> it's our podcast uh about there is a podcast uh by Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott called You Talking You Two to Me. Um neither Tony nor I like you two, but we do love this podcast. Mm-hmm. True. Our podcast is about their podcast about you two. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely, it's, what it's supposed to be. It's loosely hinged on it. Our podcast is about their podcast as much as their podcast is about YouTube. <laughs> True. So we uh, mostly it's just us talking like this, mm-hmm. but better. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> better is a relative term. It's a yeah. Um, so as in my relatives are better than yours. Hell. I don't. I'm uh, sorry. Yours. Thanks, I may even blew the mic out. Then it distorted. It's I'm sorry. worth it. Was it? You're di- when All you right. diss a, fam- a whole a guy's That's whole true. family. That's true. The Coopers just they went down. They really took a beating. Yeah. Oh well. Well. No, that's going to happen. Yeah. I hope you learned something here today. I learned a lot. Yeah. Oh, we learned things <laughs> on our other podcast. <laughs> so take a listen to that. Find out what we learned. Um, did you? Were you going to ask me something specifically about? Uh, and me not liking it? Well, no, not really. I, I was, I because I know we, we kind of got into that before and you had yeah. talked about, so I didn't want to, like, you know, dwell on the things we discussed before. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember if there was anything we uh, got into heavily or didn't get into or not. No, um, I, I did, by the way, listen to your podcast with Matt Gorley. Uh-huh. Where he got on your case about not having a live tree. Yeah. And He's, he wants to come back when it's Christmas time and give me one. I heard <laughs> and I, I want to go on the record as saying I'm I'm also I, I didn't want to push too hard. But now that he is, <laughs> I'm gonna push hard. <laughs> I think you're gonna be okay with your allergies. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna be great. I mean Seems like a know. lot of work. It does, it seems like a lot of work. That whole tying it to the top of your car thing That's that the doesn't best. sound fun. No, no, no. The guy puts it up there. Yeah, but still, I don't want to deal with all that. It's great. It's it's easy. You saw how much other stuff we put up around here. Yeah, it's great. Time. Your house is great, but I'm telling you, you're gonna when you do it once, you're gonna, it's going to change your life. 
changed my life. Yeah. Your Christmas life. Hmm. Not your real day-to-day life. Yeah. That'll be the same. You you feel like the same jerk you always felt like. Hey, Ugh. hey, buddy. Hey, hey, you feel like a jerk, right? <laughs> you should, you jerk. Not cool. That is not the Christmas spirit. <laughs> this has not- been Jeremy's Jerk Corner. <laughs> oh, Jeremy's here? Yeah, Jeremy's Jerk Corner. <laughs> I didn't know Jeremy was showing up today. Hey, why, why is my name Jeremy? <laughs> I don't you tell. Oh, I know why. Huh. You spoke in class today. Oh. Second time I've made, made that, that joke. joke today. Oh, in general. <laughs> with with the two of us. I think I did it on our other podcast. I believe before. that's true. Yep. Don't oh, Jeremy was our mailman that showed up on our oh, show. Oh, that's right. We called him or something. I don't remember what happened. It's hard to we say. call a lot of people on our show. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to make an attempt to either... It sounds like now I'm just going to kind of somewhat ruin your Christmas again. Yes! Because uh, we're going to check out some terrible Christmas songs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, this is this is the bad of the bad, and there's so many to choose from here. Wait, but these are like your best of some of your tops? Uh, no, I I stumbled across an entire album that with... you've not heard. No. And there wow. are 35 tracks on this album. Whoa! You want to know what the name of this album is? Let yes. me wait. Let me find a good uh, starting do you, song. Do first. you, by the way, have a, a? Do you have a list of the worst ones? Like, do you have a grouping? I have a yeah. I have like a playlist right now in uh, Spotify and stuff. And I also just am constantly searching for some. You should absolutely put together a YouTube playlist of those songs for people for Christmas. Yeah, because it's. That would be hysterical. I would love to listen to a All bad right. Christmas record. Done. Thank you. I don't think you'll need any more than this because this is a uh, <laughs> this is Christmas dubstep, Ugh. and this uh, first thing we'll listen to is called fittingly for the show Felice Navi Dub. I can hear the drop. I gotta say, in the bits that I heard already, I think calling a lot of this stuff dubstep is a little bit of a stretch. It's not even good dubstep. <laughs> I know. Like, nothing's happening. I hate it. I mean, I hate it for... for... There we oh, there go. it is. Oh, Todd will stop dancing now. I started off need to stop dancing. All right. What do you think of that? <laughs> I hate. I hate. That's what I think. You didn't, you didn't like that? Just words. I hate. Like Two hate? Um. Did you know that I, I can do dubstep noises with my throat? Let's hear it. I hear yours and I give you a Thank you. I realized too that I'm cutting you off. 
Thank you. You can continue your thought, though. There's a long lead-up to this one here. I realize that dubstep is connected to a didgeridoo. They're the, both the same dubstep sort of... Dubstep connected to, to the, the didgeridoo. The didgeridoo connected to the... Christmas. The Christmas connected to the... Leg bone. Um, I, oh, is this another one from the record? Yep. Here we go. No, I, oh, it's going to drop. It's weird that they even... Are you even familiar with I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas? Not yet. But it's fixing to be in my playlist, son. Mm-hmm. Did it just, just keeps going. Did somebody just say Christmas? Because mm-hmm. they are taking an old recording. I like that it doesn't quite match up. Either. Yeah, not quite right. <laughs> I have to stop that one. Whenever... This is something that I really hate. Whenever... The, there's like a hip hop thing or um, uh, DJs do this all the time where they like ma- <clears throat> match time mm-hmm. in songs. So it's like, here comes one song here comes the next one. But the keys are like drastically yeah. different and clash and they overlap them. It's the worst. I hate it. <laughs> and it happens all the time. Or they like, excuse me, they'll speed up or slow down the song a little to make it yeah. the time right. But it makes the song sound shitty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you get, like, Chipmunk versions of songs that you like. Mm-hmm. But, ugh, it's the worst. I'm a huge Chipmunks fan, though, so kind of works out for me. I'm, I can't believe that there... <laughs> True. Yeah. I can't believe that there is not... Th- this is the first we've heard of a dubstep. Oh, I'm sure there's probably more out there, but I stumbled across this, and I was like, whoa, we got to listen to some of this. Christmas, too. Like, cr- Christmas music is... Such a wide net for that. Like, anything is... Anything. Yeah. Just like, hey, let's make a Christmas album. Anything, <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> you just can be the craziest. Yeah. And you can do stuff like this. I thought he said lick my no hands. I, that's what I heard. <laughs> Lick my no hands. Lick my no hands. <laughs> and then I heard crack teeth. <laughs> crack teeth. Crack teeth. This record is the worst. Tony, can we stop this? Yes. Can we write a dubstep Christmas song? I'd rather not. As a way to prove that we can do a better <laughs> job. I, I say, as a way to prove we can do anything. <laughs> Bring it all back. This guy at Guitar Center told me anything's possible. <laughs> uh, if you work at Guitar Center, thank you. God bless you. God thank bless you for you. your service. Nothing wrong with working Thank there. you for your customer service. Thank you for your custo- customer's service. Mm, if you were forced, someone says you have to go to Guitar Center or Sam Ash, which one are you going to? Oof. I, I, I might choose Sam Ash just because I haven't had much time in one. All right. I'll allow that. I, I learned something today. 
Uh, this is a real thing I learned. <laughs> On my way into Target <laughs> to prove that it happened today, <laughs> uh, I saw this dude come out who was dressed to the fucking nines in his like punk rock, like mall punk look, whatever it was. Like coming out of the Target, and I look, I I said to Sarah, I said, "This dude is." The equivalent of what the guy with the mullet was at Guitar Center when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, this guy is living the punk rock dream, being mm-hmm. like, I care about the way... Like, and it made me realize, like, those, like, glam rock guys cared about style. Yeah. Even if it was terrible style, like, in their mind, they were like, they thought... It, you don't look like that without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you did makeup and shit. Like, you really put some time into it. And it that habit dies hard, you know? Like, you're going <laughs> to do that for a few years too long. That's yeah. part of it. That's why when you went there when we were kids, they were still there in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It, but I saw this dude and I was like, oh, he's that guy now. <laughs> like the, the the Nirvana that ruined hair metal uh, that brought in my music. Yeah. Something else has come in. I assume it's dubstep. It's <laughs> come in and, and ruined my era and made that kid the, the thing now. But like, yeah. Yeah. Uh... We, we've upped the generation of who is the lame guy. Still doing it too long. <laughs> I we used to have a thing about me and one of our crew guys would always talk about Guitar Center guys because we would always if we ever went to one we would always see a guy that had a just ridiculous name on his name tag and I can't remember like as a joke like I don't even know that they were because I don't take them to have irony after a lot of the time that's true because uh, yeah, all the, that's the other thing a lot of those guys are very serious yeah very serious uh, what was the name though. It was, uh, oh, shit. Do you, I think it's these guys who are, like, musicians where they just sit in their room and play. Like, they get off work, they go sit in their room and play guitar, so they don't know that the world has changed. <laughs> like, they, like if you would, were just to go, like, hey, man, um, no one's doing their hair like that anymore. They're like, oh, okay, cool. They'll cut it. But no one said that to them yet. Yeah. So they just, instead, they'll just go home, throw in, you know, the TV dinner and... and Eat Salisbury steak and play scales. <laughs> uh, I do remember having an interaction with a guy there. I bought a few things. I bought like some drum heads. Uh, probably, maybe let's just say for the sake of the story that I bought a couple different sized drum heads. I don't believe and, it, but uh, go ahead. All right, all right, fair enough. Um, and as after I'd paid, the guy like had the stuff behind the counter and he starts to hand it to me, and he hands it to me in two separate handfuls and he sets the first one down first obviously (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he sets them down and he goes all right bam and biggie biggie bam bam buddy (laughs) so that became a that became one of our catchphrases on tour for a while Uh, yeah man he's Mm. he that was like a small way for him to make it a little more fun <laughs> in that minute. Yep. This will this will punch it up from having to do this a hundred million times today. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of making things more fun, let's try a brand new segment on the show. Hey, ready? It's spontaneous duet. <laughs> right, Todd, you're the girl. Ready? Here you go. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I see. Baby. Baby, it's cold outside. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. But I wanted to stay. Baby, it's cold outside. What's wrong with my knees? I think you're still that bad. 
But I don't want to go You still have to go But it's cold out there That's what I said already Don't be such a jerk I'm not trying to be I'm just a nice guy <laughs> I think it switches now Here they go. Hey Todd, let's go outside Maybe it's cold out there Oh, that's right, I forgot You don't have a good memory No, I don't I never said that I do something that's true you never would say it to me i want to go outside <laughs> but then you'll find then that it's so cold outside. <laughs> that was great i think i think that went really well i think that's definitely a new segment that's gonna keep going here's how it started it's called spontaneous duet todd you're the girl <laughs> Yep. I wanted to see how much I could. Th- I wanted to see how long till it took you to figure out. I had no idea. What was going on. I also have. I'm bad at recognizing songs. I think. <laughs> then you started singing it and I realized. Oh, oh, I see. I'm the girl. We did spontaneous we did. duet. Todd, you're the girl. Mm-hmm. We'll try that again. Well, maybe that should be a new feature. That's on a our, fantastic our feature. I really like it. Oh. <laughs> Just the backup guy. <laughs> and go. Baby, it's cold outside. But you're you're a good sw- You know what? It's honestly something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I just some people I don't feel comfortable <laughs> enough putting them on the spot like that. And you're I felt like, I felt comfortable enough with you. Who's the dumbest guy I know <laughs> that won't care? It sounded like a, a fucking idiot. Oh, this guy'll do it. Old TC. <laughs> He's my guy. Uh, um. Well, Todd, is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh, man. Um, just listen to our podcast. What's just it called again? You two talking you two to me too. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's an out. Instagram feed. <laughs> yeah, a Twitter feed. It's got three pictures. There's a, inst- there's a Twitter feed. You'll never find it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that inst- we're killing it on that Instagram. Oh, my God. It's gonna, it's huge business. Yeah, <laughs> we're yep. doing big business over there. Um, and yeah, and also, um, if you can, when you're buying stuff on Amazon, just make it easier uh, on everybody and and do it for for the Fleece Navi Pod. How do they do it again, Tony? You know, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even think about this. I'm glad you brought it up. Dot com. No, 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 no. No, FeliceNaviPod.com. No, slash. No, no slash. No, Just sl- click on the banner once you get there. It's right on the top of the page. It's easy to find. Save yourself some time. You're never going to find Amazon.com, but you know no. where Felice FeliceNaviPod.com is. Dab-a-dab-dab-dab. You know what I need dab a dab to do. What's that song called? Popcorn. Popcorn. All right, Todd. Cooper. Hey! I will see you... At the movies. Oh, we're going to the movies? Yep. We're going to see Rattle and Hum. (laughs) Not with me. (laughs) Nope. All right. Thanks, Todd. Bye, buddy. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Todd Cooper's on Twitter, at Todd Cooper. He's on Instagram, at Todd C. Cooper. I'm on both, at Tony Thaxton. Show's at Felice Navi Pod. FeliceNavipod.com, uh, TonyThaxton.com. Those are websites. Um, hey, here's the thing. I've plugged everything else. Let me just throw this out here. Special for 
listeners, Feliz Navipod listeners. Are you interested in learning how to play the drums? Maybe you already play the drums. You want to learn some other stuff. Um, guess what? I do Skype drum lessons. Um, and if you're a Feliz Navipod listener why do, and you're interested, why don't you give Feliz Navipod at Gmail an email? Feliz Navipod at gmail.com. You know that, though. Um, so give me an email if you're interested in drum lessons. I'm going to do a special for, for listeners. $20 for 30 minutes. It's normally 30 for 30, but I'm going 20 for 30 for you guys. Uh, let me know if you're interested. Just throwing it out there. Um, that's going to do it. Again, I'll remind you about that shirt, FeliceNowWePod.com. Boom. Go get one. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas.